What is up, party people? Happy Easter. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say it once and again, but please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave a nice little review on a heart and subscribe or Spotify would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, we got some, we got to combat these little basement dwellers that are infiltrating our our comments some of our comment sections so leave us a question in the comments fight hate with love yeah (laughs) um this past weekend it's been i guess it's orthodox easter right now but last weekend was easter and you celebrate orthodox easter i am with you right now (laughs) (laughs) i don't i'm just thinking holidays in general especially easter they kind of trigger some memories for me Mm. you know growing up and whatnot Mm -hmm. reminiscing on the good old days Mm -hmm. and uh, some of like the trauma that I endured (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) yeah Um, I just remember Easter egg hunting my dad would put turds in the Easter eggs like we'd have like fucking family gatherings (laughs) And we'd go like, yeah, yeah, let's go Easter egg hunting. I'm like, you know, I think I would find the golden egg. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, this is my life, like, ambition. Of course your brother always would, though. Yeah. With, like, the money in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would get the money and the the candy. You would find the one with the actual dog shit. Yeah, and I'm just like, who puts fucking turds, uh-huh. like, actual physical poop? <laughs> I mean, I think they're dog... It was dog shit. Yeah. But, I mean, oh my in, God, in human Easter, shit. <laughs> that would actually be psychotic. Different level. <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't put it past him to do that though. No. <laughs> but if you think about it, it's kind of like a metaphor for life, you know? Because if you like, if you're searching and you think that if you find something good, it's like, yes, finally this like golden thing that I found uh-huh. and it turns out to be shit. You work so hard in seeking it out (laughs) and then you get to it and And it turns out to be shit I feel like that's like yeah that's just like a reoccurring theme in my (laughs) life it seems like it just set off this like trajectory throughout Mm -hmm. my life um but yeah I've been struggling on whether or not I should do a 75 day hard we've been talking about this which 75 I don't think I can but 30 I would really like to do as long as I can get one day a week where I can which if no one if anyone doesn't know what that is it's basically 75 days sober you have to stick to a diet waking up at 5 a.m two workouts a day yeah gallon of water a day yeah and 10 non-fictional pages of a book a day I think it's kind of funny how that's one of the rules like they just ban all the fiction like you can't read like dr seuss you can, or something. you can but it's just ensuring that you read the non-fiction every day true yeah i do that no matter what i know day. that, that yeah. okay the cutting out alcohol thing is going to be the hardest for me for 75 days yeah yeah but yeah just yeah. because it's like hot girl summer i'm trying to like drink a little bit i mean especially being single it's like can we I- do it but one day in the week if that's just not even doing it, though. That's just, it's not hard. <laughs> but I have to go to, like, one dinner or something each week. You could get a mocktail. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But that's true. I've just been struggling with, like, drinking, and then I just feel like my mental health declines so much mm-hmm. after drinking, and then I'm, like, actually emo for a whole entire week afterwards. No, literally. 
And I just feel like if I, if I, I don't know, I feel like if I had a better foundation in myself, that wouldn't like affect me as much. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when it's also excessive though, it just drains the ser- like serotonin like times a hundred. Yeah. Know? But yeah, definitely like when you feel more grounded yourself, like literally everything in life is better. I know. Like that's a fact. I just, and that's like a whole like problem in your 20s is no one really feels like that grounded. Everybody's like so in this place of trying to figure like out I, yeah. what you truly want. Like it's like very stressful. I just feel as though some people have like a stronger sense of self if like if they grew up in a loving household and like their parents were always like there for them and like giving them life lessons and get, sure. like telling them what to do and giving them like that confidence as yeah. like a child um and this is gonna get like a little deep right now I promise that'll lighten <laughs> up a little bit but uh yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if I grew up in like a normal and like loving household that this may not affect me as much. Um, but a couple episodes where I announced my breakup when we called my mom and she gave us like kind of a breakdown on what it was like being married to my dad, who's like a very much alcoholic. Uh-huh. Uh, I The thing about my dad is that He is, like, such a hilarious person. Like, I love him so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, he's, like, an alcoholic. Yeah. And I don't know. He's just – he's so funny. Like, I remember we had a surprise birthday party for him for his 40th birthday. Uh And he saw the flyers before (laughs) the party happened. Uh And he showed up in a cane and, like, a grandpa suit with, like, his hair (laughs) spray-painted gray. And it was just, like, funny. Like, he just does, like, funny shit like that. And, like, obviously the Easter egg thing. Like, he just, like, fucks around and is, like, joking. Yeah. Um, He has, like, a really big heart. The thing about everybody in our family, like, that is, you know, on our side, um... They're all such, like, amazing people, but addiction has, like, Mm -hmm. impacted, like, every single person. Yeah, I feel like it's just generational trauma. So it's just, like, no one is breaking the cycle. It just continues to, like, someone has some sort of issue that's, like, being passed down to their... Yeah, like, our grandma had six kids Mm -hmm. with no money. Yeah. So it's like they would just kind of raise themselves in a lot of ways and yeah. so much resentment. Like therapy wasn't a thing. Oh, no. So a lot of them hate, like don't like There's each other. Like it's just like so such, much animosity. Such a crazy family dynamic. Yeah, it really like, is. Both of us have so many friends where like they have like, you know, picture perfect families damn near. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of like talk about our Dude, stories. Every person that I meet and that I like explain my our family dynamic they're just like that is the craziest thing I've ever heard and like both sides too and you know like I never want to like trauma dump but when people ask me like the slightest questions about my life yeah it's like I don't want to you kind of just like blow past it because you're just like I don't want to ruin your day (laughs) right people are Um, like where did you grow up I'm like I just don't even want to talk. Yeah, I don't even want to dive into that. I just say one thing and that's it. But I just feel like it's kind of important just to talk about it. Because, I mean, maybe other people who are like experience the same thing Mm -hmm. or 
are feeling like they are kind of messed up from like their childhood and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can resonate. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What I wanted to talk about was when I announced my breakup, we called my mom and she like explained how she was dealing with like leaving my dad who is like emotionally abusive and alcoholic. And obviously he has a really good heart when he's sober. He's an awesome person, but he's not the nicest <laughs> drunk person. Yeah. Um, so when I was like a tender 13, 14 year old, like ripe age, uh, my mom, she left. And then, so I was kind of left at the house with my dad. My brother was out of the house already. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like left as like the punching bag, so to speak. emotionally punching bag yeah um so I don't know I mean growing up I was always kind of like the the bad egg you could say (laughs) like my brother was like the golden child he had a four like over 4.0 GPA did like four extracurricular activities amazing at every sport yeah just like excels like he had a six pack since he was like two years old no literally (laughs) and like even now he does like fucking Ironmans and triathlons and shit it's just like in him yeah and I was kind of I didn't really get the best of grades I kind of like fucked off in school and like you know I was just kind of a little delinquent but like not didn't you bring you brought our grandma to your like career day oh my god dude (laughs) yeah on grandparents day in second grade I brought my everyone would bring their grandparents (laughs) it was like a show and tell thing and little Billy and Tim were like bringing their their grandmas up I mean like when I grow up I want to be like my grandma she's like a a scientist and blah 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 like brain surgeon yeah (laughs) and I want to be just like her and I bring my grandma up and I'm like when I grow up I'm gonna drink alcohol and drive golf carts like my grandma (laughs) in front of everyone like who the fuck says that that just shows and that just shows like what that dynamic was um but yeah basically I was like 13 14 um, with my dad at home and he, I would get like my report card back and it would be like C minus D like blah, blah, blah. And he would just be like, you know, I, he would tell me that I was like lazy and like, like my mom, I would never like amount to anything. And it was just really, really toxic. Mm-hmm. And I never like had that confidence boost in that time period which I think is like super critical yeah for like your development obviously (laughs) for sure um so that has really like I think affected me like as an adult I've never like I it's so hard for me to get like into a good thinking positively positively cycle you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I always kind of resort to being like insecure and not feeling confident with myself or like my decision making skills and that's something that I'm trying to work at for sure um but yeah I've just been I don't know and drinking alcohol back to going on a 75 day hard it just really kind of pushes me back towards that thinking pattern Mm -hmm. of self-doubt insecurities for sure um but 
I you think, feel just so much more like level-headed when the routine, everything else is like completely in place, you know? Yeah. Like that grounds you on a whole different level. And it's so like cringy to be, I don't know, I just, as I feel like so many people, especially in LA are like, wake up, meditate, drink green juice, like fucking go to therapy and shit. But it's just like when you actually wake up and like have a clear head and do your morning routine and the workout and everything it's like that your life works out way I know more. It, and like, there really is so many people that like can still go outside and just not drink you know <laughs> like they can like go to these parties and clubs and not drink yeah I but I'm just not there <laughs> you know I feel like we could tr I could try I mean I've never tried I'm always going out and like yeah obviously I'm gonna drink right but I have such a hard time saying no and like you go out and someone's like come on take a shot I'm not gonna be like no like st I'm sticking to my guns I'm like okay like what's <laughs> one drink gonna do uh-huh you know but it turns into 15 and yeah then <laughs> and then I'm like projectile vomiting of Trader Joe's burrito all over my floor <laughs> exactly <laughs> but uh yeah I just my mental health could be a little bit better right now but I'm working towards the incline baby yeah it's all up from here mm -hmm. how's your mental health going right now it's it's actually at a really good place right now the other night I really did have a breakdown to my mom I haven't had one of those in a minute like I don't cry really ever but I called her and I just, like, literally broke down crying. Yeah. Just, like, um, do you ever, like, look back on pictures from your childhood and stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I just found one of me and my dad. And I was just like, oh, my God. It was just so sad. Yeah, sometimes pictures, just seeing them, it just brings back so many, like, underground buried emotions no, that happens literally. to me all the time I'll get sent a picture and just start sobbing yeah like especially it's, it's like untalked about trauma yeah so you're just like, Fuck. it's just like the smile I had on my face like while I was hugging him was like crazy it was just so like you know that like I got my fatherly love mm -hmm. and now it's just like I feel like with guys that I like I have such an anxious attachment style Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's because I haven't seen my dad in, like, 13 years. Yeah. It's, like, tied back to that. Literally. For sure. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. And my mom just saw him recently. She did? Yeah. Where? Because she, like, uh, works around San Francisco mm -hmm. and just, like, passed by him. And he was, like, at a bus stop. And she's just like, hello? And he, like, asked about me and stuff. But he has... My dad has a severe drug addiction, mm -hmm. so he has no teeth in his head, no nothing, big belly. <laughs> no, like, sorry, but the no teeth in his head. <laughs> he has, like, four teeth. No, it's, like, hella sad, but my, like, family, his mom is super successful, has, yeah. like, really tried to reach out and help him, but he doesn't want it for himself. She so. recognized him at the bus stop? Mm-hmm. Did she, he? like, has her eyes out for him whenever she's in the city. Oh, yeah. that's crazy that they live in the same city still. I know. So how do you think, do you think that that was, like, the biggest thing that affected you? Was that you, like, didn't have your dad? I mean, I also had, like, both parents in prison, in jail. Yeah. Like, there's so much. Yeah. But I feel like probably my mom in prison when I was, like, 10 to 14 affected me the most yeah 
I yeah. Because that's when you're like going through puberty, like everything, and I just had like nobody. Yeah, you feel so so crazy. What found helpful for me was going over to friends' houses and like seeing their healthy family. That's one of the biggest blessings I had was like going to these like super good schools and always choosing the friends that had like the white picket fence Mm -hmm. with the mom and dad. Like I just always like gravitated towards that. Yeah. And then you can just be Because there was always like the bad kids that would like just go off and smoke every lunch. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, fuck school. They're like, thank God. I was like, I thought it was cooler to get good grades and be in sports yeah. and all that. I know. Thank God. That yeah. could have ended so much It's so more crazy how that can happen, though. And yeah. like, I don't know. I know. You could have gone on a completely different trajectory. Right. Because I was so emo, like, at 10 years old. I was, like, wanting to die. Yeah. Like, literally. Like, actually. But chose like to just play my barbies put my head down and (laughs) (laughs) oprah saved my life i would watch oprah every day coming home from school oprah is really a lifesaver yeah like i was watching like super soul sunday at like 10 years old (laughs) just like okay (laughs) (laughs) but one episode she had mind you both my parents were in jail or prison or whatever She had an episode with, like, inmates and stuff. She's like, if one parent is in jail, you're four times more likely to go yourself. And I was just like, oh, my my God. God. (laughs) Both parents are in jail. (laughs) Bro, I had reoccurring nightmares until I was about, like, 18 that I was just in prison. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, that was my reoccurring nightmares. And I was just like, I would go to bed every day, like, at 10 and 11 and just be like, I'm doomed to go to prison. And in my, like, prayers to God at night, I'd be like, please, God, don't lock me up. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was doing no crimes, so <laughs> You, like, cut your Barbie's hair to sure you're like, God, fuck. <laughs> Actually, it. I kind of was a thief when I was, like, 10. You were? What did you steal? Um, I would low-key go into, like, the Hobby Lobbies. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck was a Hobby Lobby? They would sell webkins. Oh, okay. And I would take the tags off. Of the webkins? Yeah. Oh, and then so go I online. Can redeem. <laughs> Dude, I totally forgot about that. Isn't that so brilliant? <laughs> That's honestly smart as fuck. <laughs> business woman. I had like 50 webkins. Except not a business woman. I didn't even try and sell. I should have. Yeah. I could have sold them for like $5. You're just hoarding them yeah. all. <laughs> Yeah, you could have made like a like a school webkins business Damn. saleswoman type. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I don't think I started stealing till high school, but yeah, I took a hiatus. Yeah, <laughs> I was like super the hobby lobby. <laughs> That's such a funny place to steal from. I know. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I I didn't really act out until high school I think and then I started going to fucking Macy's and JC Penney's and stealing hundreds of dollars of merchandise for sure. <laughs> holes in all the free people clothes <laughs> and free people's making a comeback maybe I should they kind of are yeah but now the stores are like you can't steal from yeah, we're not saying that we would <laughs> at this big age <laughs> but back back when we were like 
That sounds crazy. <laughs> but back when we were like in high school, I feel like they didn't even have cameras around the Macy's and shit. I know. Or they I, just didn't work. I don't know. Or maybe we, I lived in Reno. I feel like they were less observant. Yeah. I think the technology has gotten a little better now. So Way better. I don't know. We'll we'll have to ask a high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was our little trauma dump for the for the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to something a little bit lighter. We'll save we? a little bit of trauma for each Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of trauma for each There's episode. more where that came from. Oh, folks. don't you worry. <laughs> there is too much to unpack here. Got a big old suitcase uh, that we lug uh, around with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Coachella. Let's talk about Coachella, shall we? Coachella, Coachella. I actually, I thought I would have way more FOMO than I do right now. But I woke up just so, like, happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, not the Coachella, like, hungover and all that. So, I don't know. Didn't just... I'd be, like, going out quite a bit in L.A. And all the parties that I've seen people at, it's just the same L.A. people just in Palm Springs. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, I don't really feel that. <laughs> no. I I am sad about tonight missing Frank Ocean, but I think next weekend I'm gonna really try and go. That was the only artist that I would want to see is Frank Ocean. Yeah. But then again, it's gonna be so fucking jam packed, like sardines in that bitch. Like, oh no, it like be... the artist pass would be essential at this. Age. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't go just. General. I know. I remember the first year that I that we went, or was did was it was 2017 the first year you went? No, I think I went like 2015. Like I went for four years straight, like 2015 to 2019, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the first year that I went in 2017, I was a senior in high school, and thinking back to that, I'm like, I was such a little infant to I be know. driving my ass down to Indio at 17. I was with you. Yeah. We, like, smoked a blunt, and we didn't talk for, like, eight hours. <laughs> I had full-blown tonsillitis. Oh like, my God, I literally was on my deathbed sick. Oh, and oh my God. Wasn't your crazy boyfriend there? That No, that no, was the that next was year. Next year. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking sick. Like, my tonsils, I had to get them taken out. But they were, like, the size of fucking golf balls they really in were. my mouth. Oh Just my God. pussy and disgusting. Um, didn't stop you from popping a Molly. No, did not stop me from <laughs> overdosing on Molly and alcohol, which is honestly, on I think that like cured my tonsillitis. Just take Molly. Yeah, that's what should be prescribed instead of like Dayquil or something. Also, I just Molly could be used as many different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, ate a bunch of Chinese. Um, Chinese flu herbs, which is actually such a good cure if you're sick. Mm. Um, but yeah, we, I wanted to see Mac Miller so fucking bad that year. And oh our God. friend Sarah that went with us, we were walking to the tent and she's like, okay, like we have to, we're all like, we need to get to Mac Miller early so we can have good spots. Cause yeah. like that's like, and there's literally like fam- eight or nine stages at Coachella. Yeah. So. That was like my favorite artist of all time. <laughs> And we go into, like, this tent that she was leading us to. And she's like, okay, this is it. And we're surrounded by people, and like, it's like, in the crowd. like, these girls, like, whimsically dancing. Yeah, and we're like, oh, like, 
this girl comes out on stage and we're like, is that Ariana Grande? Because that was when they were dating at the time. Who even was it? I don't even, I couldn't tell you. It was like no one to watch. (laughs) And then she comes out and we're like, oh my God, we're at the wrong fucking tent. Mm -hmm. So we just completely missed Mac Miller. We had to like run across the whole entire festival. I think we saw like a couple of We saw like a glimpse of him, but from like the outskirts. It's so sad. And then he died like two years later. So I know. Was that the last time you saw him? Yeah. Was it yours? Um, no. I saw him like right before he died. Oh, you did? At Camp Flogna. Oh, lucky you. That was like the best show I've ever seen too. Yeah. Because we got on the Ferris wheel and it was like him and Miguel singing. He was really such a gem. He really was. I remember I one, him like six times. I remember when his him. swimming album came out mm-hmm. and Kendrick's album came out at the same, or not Kendrick, Travis, Travis Scott's. Scott's yes. Yes. Travis Scott's and album came out. And I wouldn't stop playing Travis Scott's. Yeah, and then everyone was clowning on Mac, Mac Miller, Miller for his album to be stop. worse than fucking Travis. And I still listen. I listen to Mac Miller's probably more than Travis's now. I just remember driving to. Do you Santa ever Bar- listen to Mac? Oh, all the time. Yeah, still. Yeah, I. That was the only celebrity that I like cried over dying. Like I legitimately cried over him di- dying. Him and Nipsey for me. Him and like Michael Jackson. You cried over Michael Jackson. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I think I did too. I was like, we were like eight though. Okay, like, but Jackson's death is has the same effect that like the news of 9-11 outbreak had, I think, in people's brains. Like, I think everyone remembers where they were when 9-11 happened and when Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson's death was announced. Right? You remember where you were for 9-11? I mean, no, I, I was like one. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm saying, like, if I was, if I was to be of an age that I would yeah, remember. Yeah, like I'm trying to think back. I'm like, I have no clue where I was. <laughs> no, we were. Yeah, I was probably like sucking on my thumb and like drinking milk. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like literally in a crib. Yeah, like not okay. Um, I was getting ready for soccer practice when when Michael Jackson died, and I was like crying. I didn't even listen to Michael Jackson. I don't know why I was crying. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I forgot what I was saying um yeah just we missed Michael Jack or we missed Mac Miller not Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. and that was very sad I still get our pictures that come up from our 2017 Coachella and it's so fucking embarrassing (laughs) the outfits that we wore I wanted to I want to go back in time and like fucking dropkick myself I just cannot believe the outfits yeah that I wore to everything like there's not anything like disco like sequin mine was more like bohemian yeah I wore these extensions that were clip-in, obviously <laughs> clip-in extensions that would just fall out of my head. Like, literally would just fall off in the crowd and be, like, whipping it around. I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with <laughs> have, like, big-ass tonsils. <laughs> I really, Not okay. I think that was, like, the worst time in fashion, probably. What? 2017 <laughs> with the chokers and the makeup yeah. the dog filters it was just <laughs> not a good look what an era it really was but but yeah we've had some good Coachellas we didn't go did we go 2018 um yeah I believe that was Kendrick Lamar right oh yeah that was when my crazy boyfriend we went with my crazy boyfriend yeah yeah at the time I was in <laughs> My freshman year of college, 
And I had this insane boyfriend who was like a crazy psycho <laughs> drug addict. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe him. He was just a fucking crazy person. A buffoon. <laughs> like an actual buffoon. And okay, rule of thumb, never tie yourself into going to a festival with like a significant other that's crazy and who you don't even like really like. <laughs> Because then you're going to be stuck for three days. No, don't act like you don't even like. Because you were acting like that was your boo for real. (laughs) But that was like at my tail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just What did he do that we went to the silent disco? So it was like day zero. We were at the silent disco. Somehow... I think he would just literally down like a whole plandle of vodka and then just like be psycho. But and do coke. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Somehow we got into a fight. I was like trying to get away from him. It was me, Sophia, and then our other friend, Sarah. And we were like, literally, you were like escorting me around in the crowd. And he would like find us like he was like some like monstrous <laughs> tall yeah. man above the crowd. And I was like, get away from my cousin. <laughs> yeah. Like get away from her. I just remember being like pulled in all different angles. It was no, he was literally coming like through like with this crazy look, like no, an actual vicious. Yeah, and that was that was day zero. So I'm like, fuck. Now this is this whole weekend that I have to spend with this crazy person. Set us up for a great weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was an actual living nightmare yeah and then the rest of the weekend I was just tied to him and then he would just like I think he would be like literally hallucinating he was just sober after that but like hallucinating because I would just be I don't know just dancing by myself but then he would like grab my arm and be like stop dancing with that guy I'm like what guy like who are you talking about oh my god yeah he was so jealous yeah so jealous What's your favorite festival you've been to? Outside Lands. I know. I feel like Outside Lands is my favorite. I feel like I've just had like my best festival moments. I just... Like my most fun, most memorable. I hold the memory of us headbanging to Metallica, rolling with some 40-year-old men in fedoras dear and near to my heart. Mm -hmm. I think that was like the peak of... The festival. Of life. Yeah. But I'm kind of just, I'm a little bit over. I don't, I mean, if I had to get, if I got free tickets to Coachella, like I would go, but I'm not like going out of my way to like buy them and like, you know. No. Yeah. Like if, if the whole thing just like fell into my lap, Mm -hmm. I'm cool with it. But like to like, ah, I need this, this, this. Yeah. No, I'm so cool. I just fully remember going to Coachella and then seeing this man do like back handsprings in the distance and our friends like who is that and like, assless chaps and assless chaps <laughs> doing like fucking back handsprings backflips and cartwheels and shit uh-huh. and we're like is that James Charles of course and of it course was, it was. <laughs> we went over there and he's like hey sisters <laughs> and he just has these fucking assless chaps on and his Dick was like fully like he had a lot of trust in that little yeah. banana hammock that uh-huh. he was wearing, but For his razor burn that his pubes were hanging out. It was this whole ordeal. I'm like, sir, pubes. get it together. <laughs> I we just saw him recently too. That was our second James Charles sighting. Mm-hmm. He's he, you know he got 
I think he got canceled for probably the worst reason to get canceled for. Yeah. Pedophilia. <laughs> it's probably that's well, like people, one thing that you people can't are come back dumb. Like he is because he was also like trying to turn straight people gay. Oh. Like, yeah, but then But there's so many gay guys that like like famous gay guys that are like, I only talk to straight men. Yeah, like Jeffree Star. Yes. Or straight in quotation marks. Scary. I, I think that's kind of that's kind of like a trophy for like a gay guy. I feel like probably just like a straight guy that's like secretly gay. Yeah. You know? Uh huh. I feel like if I were a gay guy, I'd want like a straight guy too. Why? It just it's like harder to get. More of a catch. Yeah. yeah. It's like you, you always want something that you can't have. You're gonna like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I'm glad that we're staying in this weekend. I'm getting my mm. mental health in check. It's going to be a great, great week. A great week. Mm-hmm. I'm outside tomorrow, though. Hey, happy Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Monday shots. Um, I just recently had to pay so much money for my fucking tooth. That's so annoying. I had a crown fall off on one of my tooths. On one of my teeth. Tooths. Tooths. <laughs> and, of course, I literally have the shittiest insurance known to mankind. Such adulting. Yeah. And I had to pay so much. But I was in, like, I was at the dentist. And the dentist is, like, making conversation. This is, like, the new a new dentist that I found. He's, like, he's similar to our age. Like, he's not that old much older Mm. and he was like asking me about my life and he was like yeah like I went to UCSB too Mm. and I was like okay and he's like yeah I was in um an A pie like a fraternity there and I'm like okay I'm sorry but this is making you so much less credible as a dentist (laughs) I'm like fuck I need to change my dentist now you're thinking back at like memories at the slut castle (laughs) oh my god yeah oh my god I cannot like I need a as he's drilling in your skull I'm like I can't have this ex-frat star putting a like drilling into my teeth putting a crown on my tooth is he cute I'm not my type but he's not ugly but I'm just thinking I I need like a 63-year-old Asian no, man that they're like senile. But they're like tedious. Yeah. They they've had experience. Like, like 45. Okay, yeah. Like yeah, 40 63 <laughs> like, is a little pushing. Relax. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need like a middle-aged Asian man to mm-hmm. be drilling into my tooth, not an ex-frat star. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. That just kind of, kind of made me a little bit weary of the situation. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, we went out a lot this past weekend, and I cool off of going out for a minute. I was looking at my Snapchat, which I don't usually do, but I'm like it's kind of like Facebook, where it's like the last resort. You're kind of bored, you know. Yeah. And this girl, you know, when you post stories or when you see people post stories Mm -hmm. and you just think to yourself, oh, man, they're going to delete this in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) It's like watching her her stories at like 4 a.m. And it's just videos of her being like when your boyfriend of one month moves in and then cheats on you. 
kick rocks asshole and she's like throwing his clothes over the balcony she like, had this on her yeah snapchat. this is on her snapchat story. was she serious yeah yeah was, she was like obviously drunk posting it oh and then my. it like deleted the next day but it was just like her his clothes you know like in the trash she's like burning them making a campfire <laughs> roasting marshmallows oh my god but I just think that that's kind of funny. Have you ever posted a story when you're drunk and then woke up the next day and you're like, oh, my God, why did I post that? Yeah. But I I caught it within like 10 minutes, but still hella people saw. What was it? it? It was like me talking bad about this one girl I was with. It was so bad. It was when I was like studying abroad. Oh, no. Yeah. Did she see it? No, she didn't see. But a girl texted me. It was like, Sophie, your story. It was meant to go to like my like friend group chat. Oh, that's so, so bad. bad. But that's why you just don't talk shit like that. Yeah, no. That that yeah. was instant karma. It was. I was like, I deserve that. Because <laughs> yeah. that was really fucked up. I saw this one guy recently. He posted a picture on a story of like his hard dick. Oh, my God. Like, it was literally, like, a nude on his story. Mm. It was up for, like, <laughs> like five minutes. Have you seen how Snapchat has made, like, a huge resurgence? Yeah. So many people are getting so it's much because, money because, yeah, influencers, like, that's the platform they're making the most money on. So now, like, everybody's like, add me on Snap, add me on Snap. Where are they getting this money to pay these influencers? Like, I'm I don't just know. Confused. They're able to, like, monetize themselves so much more through, like, all the ads. Because if you think about like if you think about it, you go through like a few stories and then it's an ad. True. So like the ad spaces are just so much more frequent. So I think they're just getting so much more money. Mm. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, they need to hire a different, I don't know, team or something. I feel like Snapchat just kind of died here. Like I feel like everybody has been so like still using it in other places. Mm-hmm. Like I have like a lot of friends from the South or... Oh, hella people in, like, Canada and London and all that. They use Snapchat, like, every single day. Damn. Like, posting 24-7. I'm sorry, but whenever I log on to Snapchat and then I look at the fucking news that they put on that, on the front page, it's so cancerous. What do you mean cancerous? I mean, if you've seen it, it's like... (laughs) Jojo Siwa oh my is God. giving, yeah, like, no, said no. this. I don't even look at that. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so, like, my brain is literally mushing into nothing. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so bad. They always pick, like, their, like, three favorite people that they just post about. Like, it used to be, like, Demi Rose they were posting about every day. And mm-hmm. now it's Jojo Siwa for some reason. They probably, do you think they pay, pay Snapchat to post about them or something? Or is they, are they just... I feel like it has to be a, a combination of, like, the other person fucking with them and then, like, the audience responding to it. Yeah. Know. Maybe it's just the algorithm and, yeah. and what it suggests. I have been getting—my algorithm is so fucked up on Instagram. All I see are, like, Instagram reels of people—I'm not even kidding. Like, this isn't even a joke. It's people with Down syndrome and then animals fucking. <laughs> Like, is that, what is that saying? It's not like I watch that. But But every time, no, I go on Instagram and go on my reels and it's literally just like animals (laughs) humping, like, and like people with Down syndrome. Isn't that crazy? Only Down syndrome? No, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Is that telling me something? I think it is. (laughs) Because I... What's your algorithm like? (laughs) Mine is like fashion. 
like music, rappers. Like that one reel I sent you earlier about like six hundred pound guy jumping on a trampoline. Bro, he was aerodynamic as fuck. He was like soaring through the air. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. I wrote down some guilty confessions and questions, and we can run through those real quick. Mm-hmm. Everyone, make sure to go to our social. Um, our Instagram page at the guilt free pod. We have a link that you can submit anonymous guilty confessions and questions. I have a few here and Sophia, you can answer this first. Okay. And then I'll go. Okay. What is the worst date you've ever been on? (sighs) Mm. I'm trying to think of like a signet. Uh, this one day I went on, I'm trying to think of his name. I forget, but um, I was talking You're to gonna him. You're going to air him out? <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Johnny. <laughs> no, because his name, I'm just trying to, okay. But um, we just went to Ocean Prime. This is like our like third date. And he like kept leaving mysteriously. And, like, left for, like, 40 minutes. And I was just like, what the fuck? And, like, took his Louis what, Vuitton 40 back. minutes? Bro, he left for so long. How long were you there for in duration? Like, an hour and a half. And then when he was just, like, he said he was, like, a realist, like, in real estate. But I feel like real estate and entrepreneur, quote, unquote. Oh, that's what everyone says. But then he, like, went out with his backpack. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I met him at Amiri. So I'm just like, what? That is like a concoction of a disaster. Disaster. (laughs) And a real estate entrepreneur. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's a trifecta. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Like he was like, hold on, I'll be right back. And then he just left. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then he came back and like barely apologized. I was like, okay. So was he making like a drug deal or something? I do not know. But I didn't talk to him. Maybe he that. was nervous and try- he was like meditating out in the yard or something. No. I really liked him like the first couple of dates too. Because I would just mention like, oh, I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. He just handed me like $500. Like, yeah, he was for sure a drug dealer. <laughs> right. All in cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and sure. I like was like, let's go to like um, Matsuhisa. Let's go to the Ivy. Like just choosing the expensive spots. He's like, I love how you have good taste. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where is he now? Was there a second date? Um, that The Ocean Prime one was like the third date and I just didn't talk to him after. I think mm-hmm. I damn near like blocked him because I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He didn't even like apologize for like leaving. I don't know. Yeah. That was just hella weird. Like why would he even meet up with me? Yeah. It's one thing to be on your phone on a date, let alone leaving for 45 minutes. And- yeah. <laughs> and like sometimes I'll just be quiet just to see like if the guy's gonna like talk to me and ask me questions. But he didn't really even like say nothing you're just a mute yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i was just like okay (laughs) yeah that's pretty awful yeah that was a really bad day (laughs) (laughs) um my worst day was when i got invited to go watch a fight 
I think I'm, I don't know if I've talked about this, but we went to go see a UFC fight and I was really nervous because it was like the first time that we were meeting in person. It's something about like meeting over Instagram or uh-huh. something. And then, I mean, this was with, my ex. previous ex, my really, like, yeah, the my long-term date. relationship. You think that was per- the worst date, though? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been on a lot of dates. That's I really true. haven't. That's true. Like, that was probably, like, a handful. I've been on, like, literally one or two or three. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Which is really bad. So bad. But that's why I was so nervous, because that was the first day I've ever— That was actually the first date I've ever been on, and it was the worst. Damn. Um, but it just turned into like a three-year relationship. So I guess it wasn't really all that bad. Right. But I was so nervous. Like I would think that you just like don't think of it as a bad date because it yeah turned into turned into love. <laughs> but it was pretty disastrous thinking For back. Sure. I mean one thing is you should never maybe a couple shots before or like one maybe yeah. before the date to calm your nerves. I was going balls to the wall. I was fucking pre-gaming, drinking on the way there, uh-huh. and then we drank more at the fight. And you were like 40 pounds lighter. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a little 19-year-old stick. <laughs> and I got so drunk. Like, I blacked the fuck out. It was not in my body. Mm-mm. And we went to dinner afterwards with, like, him and his friends and I was, like, literally a drunk blob. I can't imagine what you were, like, saying. I don't even want to know what I was saying. And <laughs> I tr- thought that one of his friends was a server. So I was, like, <laughs> asking him for, like, drinks and food. And then they're like, yeah, you got to go. You're like, can I get some french fries? No yeah, ketchup. Yeah, I'm like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> We came here with you, like what? Not a server. Um, uh, and then that's yeah, awful. that was my worst date for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the other, the next one's coming up in the future. I'm definitely gonna be sober. It's uh-huh. Seventy-five day hard, baby. Um. Okay. Next question. How old do you want to be when you get married? I'm ready right now. You you would get married right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm not, like, turned off if I, like, really found the, like, my person right now. Yeah. I'd be down to say goodbye to the streets. <laughs> You're married to the streets right now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm an inside girl now. But, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like by 30, I would love to be married. Yeah, but definitely by 30. I want to be, like, a younger mom, too. Mm-hmm. Young-ish. Yeah. Like, literally, let's get it going. But L.A., it's hard. I feel like, oh, no. Yeah, because all these guys are, they don't really have to get married until they're, like, 50. Right. And they want the, like, 25-year-olds. So yep. where does that leave the 30-year-olds? Unmarried. Uh. <laughs> um, let's see. Next question. Most embarrassing thing you've done? It's too many. I know. Like. <laughs> I'd say my first date with my ex is the most embarrassing thing I've done. I was, I literally, you know, when you do something so embarrassing and then it just marinates in you for like two weeks after that or a month. Or, I mean, I still get embarrassed over it, honestly. 
Like I'll just be laying in bed and just thinking about stuff and then it just pops in. I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I did that. Yeah. The, Too many. There's, I can't even name the most embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> right like, now, maybe. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. Actually, this is probably the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. <laughs> it was my birthday night. I was so drunk like a year or two ago. So drunk, blacked out drunk. We leave the club, Nightingale. I vomit. I hate Nightingale. I vomited on this man's bed. And I thought, mm. he, I've been thinking he was so cute for so long, like since I first moved to LA. I was like, he's fine as fuck. I vomited on his bed when mm. we were about to like fuck. I woke up just like, you wo- you spent the night there? Yeah, I woke up in his arms with no bedding on the bed. Like, we were just, like, in a blanket. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, it was so embarrassing. What did he do with the bedding? He put it in the wash. Oh. With my pants. Oh, <laughs> no. The most, like, and then I saw him, like, a few weeks. I think it was, like, a month or so at Highlight Room. Because he used to, like, hit me up before that, you know? Mm-hmm. Someone like, like also like where you at type shit, and then like after the puking inc- incident, it was just silence. Oh fuck! So I saw him out. And I was like, "Why did you go ghost on me?" You know, because mm-hmm. you puked and all was, over my bed. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Is it because I puked on your bed?" Did you ask? <laughs> yeah, I was looking so good this night, though. Thank yeah. God. You have to ask. You have to talk about shit like that when you're looking good as fuck. So it's like. <laughs> And, yeah, we definitely consummated that night. Did he say that he was turned off by your puke, or did he like Yeah, it? he said that that was a turn off. <laughs> <laughs> the projectile vomit was a turn off, for sure. That's kind of nice of him to, like, actually clean it up and put your pants in right. and, like, actually let you stay the night. No, yeah. And we still, like, are, like, cool to this day. Like, it's just, like, I forgot. It. Yeah. <sighs> Isn't that yeah. so embarrassing? I mean, puking, yeah. Puking is probably, like, up there. <laughs> Good thing I didn't puke on my first date with my ex. Yeah. But like, no matter what, how drunk I get with, like, guys and stuff, as long as I wake up, I'm like, okay, I didn't vomit. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, <laughs> that's as bad that's, as look, look at the bright side here. There's no food particles coming out of my mouth. Um, yeah, now that I think about it, when I, I had a work party recently oh and they rented out this super exclusive omakase only private restaurant where mm-hmm. it's like so, so nice, like Japanese barbecue, the restaurant owner, it's like an invite only restaurant. Like mm-hmm. the, you can't even like make a reservation or anything. And it's like a few hundred dollars per person. And, like, he invites all these, like, famous actors and, like, whatever. And so we go have our work dinner there. It was, like, a Christmas party. And I was, like, hell yeah, like, free alcohol. Japanese barbecue, mind you, is raw meat. Like, it's, like, caviar. Yeah. Liver. Uh-huh. uh Yolk and just, like, raw meat. <laughs> Um, yolk when you're like drinking beef tartare disgusting. Oh, yeah. yeah and <laughs> s- alcohol's flowing you know yeah 
I set my, I keep drinking. We're drinking sake, champagne, beer, wine. I keep setting down my glass and the server just automatically just refills it. And I'm Uh like, I'm not going to say no. I mean, and then pretty soon my boss who's drinking with us, he's like telling me about his ex-wife who does OnlyFans now and he's like yeah she's a fat bitch like she just posts on OnlyFans of her eating like that's her like shtick I'm like and then he's showing me his like roster of girls that he's fucking my boss and and I'm like oh my god I'm like seeing all these nudes of these girls I'm like this is like a barrier that you like shouldn't cross you know and then like the owner of the company was there and he was like saying that his wife is like pregnant and that he inseminated her in doggy style it was just like there was so much debauchery going on was that when the dishwasher boy went crazy dude and there's this like four feet tall little like dishwasher guy (laughs) he got this was before everyone kind of got drunk and he he probably was pre-gaming before this or he's like four feet tall so like one beer probably makes him drunk but he was like yelling at everyone in spanish you were sending me videos (laughs) there's a video of him like getting dragged out and he grabs this hostess, like, 19-year-old hostess girl's ass and is, like, screaming punta at everyone. I'm like, okay, at least that wasn't me. But I did, so- I kind of did something more embarrassing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I went, so we were all going to go to, like, I think we're trying to go to another bar or something afterwards. Did not make and it my boss that. is like, yeah, like, I can drive. Like, I'll, everyone, like, come into my car. I go into his car. All of a sudden, I'm just, like, projectile vomiting all over his car. All over. Japanese barbecue, fucking beef tartare, raw egg yolk, beef. The like, vomit disgusting. was everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> like, the, I, I have never seen so much vomit in my life. Like, because we, we just ate, like, a full omakase dinner. No, you described it and then sent me a picture of the crime scene. and Dude, he took a picture of me just slumped over vomit everywhere like so, my number one server so embarrassing <laughs> like that got sent around to like everyone in the restaurant and um yeah and that that's probably that's probably my most embarrassing story because after he's like I had to get my car detailed like <laughs> twice <laughs> rub coffee on the seats like it just smelled like vomit I'm like oh my god why is vomit so embarrassing i know we were me well, and Mia, it comes from inside we of were, you. like it's just <laughs> gross we were just out with a group of guys um remember at yamashisha and we were just like why do the guys not really like guys never really drink that much like compared to us girls mm-hmm. And it's because we're like, guys can't get that fucked up. Like, then it's like actually embarrassing. And if you're like too fucked up to drive, too fucked up to like walk straight. Yeah. Like as a girl, it can be like, 
you can get away with it. It's kind of cute. But as a guy, you're stumbling out of the place. That's like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a girl, it's like it's a it's more endearing. Yeah. But like as a guy, like you need to man up. Like, I don't know. You need to figure shit like, out. Like if that was a guy, that was I'd probably be fired and like No, he would have been like to jail. He would have been like, dude, clean this shit up and yeah. You're paying for the car to be detailed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're you're buying me a new car. The, after. <laughs> the patience is like at zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero I, tolerance for drunk ass men. I really think it's um, champagne that makes me barf. The yeah. Most. Uh-huh. The worst part is that they had to bring me home to my ex that I lived with and they had to like bang on the door oh and my be God. like I know because he goes to bed at like 6 p.m. yeah <laughs> and then he had to come out and like firemen's carry me up the <laughs> stairs shower me he just like washed <laughs> puke out of my hair but he was just like scrubbing it like like back and forth like a bar of soap. yeah like a bar of soap <laughs> so I just woke up the next day and my hair was just in like one pink mat like it was like in one dreadlock a nest and he was like asking me questions because he thought I got poisoned or something and he's like who's your boyfriend and I said like a complete just random name and he's like what like who are you saying like you just didn't say my name um I would never ask that yeah I mean like I don't want to know it's so funny like come back to life question yeah. I think my second most embarrassing story was when I lost my shoes at Bootsy Bellows and then I had to go the next day and get them. Yeah, just too much. Yeah, I was standing barefoot. Barefoot in, in the club is not in the middle. A- <laughs> All right, we were stand- we were like at a table with a bunch of NFL players, and Mia's just standing there with like her arms like crossed in front of her barefoot. <laughs> I was like, it's oh time God. to go. <laughs> that is so barbaric. <laughs> it's just like really not okay. And you left your phone and shoes. <laughs> Didn't want to even ask for your shoes. Yeah, I had to show face the next day. It was actually two days after because the club like closes <laughs> Monday and Tuesday or something. Right. They go up there and it was like, a room full of like guys our age uh-huh. and I'm like yeah I lost my phone I just <laughs> took an L on the shoes I'm like I don't even want to ask for my shoes that is no. so embarrassing you can't show up to a place and be like yeah I lost my shoes here the other night actually can I retrieve those like ma'am <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what did he walk out in? <laughs> I was barefoot I just levitated it's fine oh my god <laughs> I mean maybe Maybe subconsciously I was doing like a like a healthy habit, you know, like grounding, trying to ground yeah. at the club. Uh-huh. You know, get those electrons center, moving through my body. Center thyself. Yeah. Usually yeah. people do it at the beach in the sand or like next to a tree. Yeah, I, I like Bootsy to do it at Bootsy Bellows. <laughs> on, the, on a Saturday night. On the sticky <laughs> vodka <laughs> ridden club floor. I like to ground. Yeah. Mm. Like get back to my my roots, you yeah. know. <laughs> oh man! On that note, I think that's all we have for you today. Mm-hmm. Make sure to go have yourself a sober, 
healthy life. Join us in the 75 day hard, yeah. everybody. We'll, we'll be keeping us in the guilties. Yeah, keep it guilt free. Yes. And we'll see you next week. Love Bye. you all. <laughs>